Right. Good morning from where I am. Good evening from where you might be. It's Carlos. Well, here we are with episode two of the Carlos Speaks podcast. Um, so what I hope to do with the, the beginning of each episode, I want to kind of spend time like um, answering questions uh, from the previous uh, the previous episode, like in comments, um, uh, mentions or DMs or whatever have you. So I want to make sure I always make time to address those things. Um, so the previous episode was episode one. Um, so I'm not really surprised that there weren't many um, comments or conversations. It was a whole lot of congratulations. I'm glad you did it. Um, and I'm grateful for each person that, that gave me any ounce of, of support. Thank you. Um, I can't articulate how much that means to me. Um, and if I'm going to be honest, it feels really good to finally be doing this Right. To just be ex expressive in this way. Um, anybody who knows me for a while knows that I, I've been doing motivational minutes for a while. Um, but I think that what I have to say, I know that what I have to say um, has so much more to the capacity of it. Um, and that's what this platform is for. Um, so this episode um, that is titled Faith Versus Work, we're going to talk about quite literally that. Faith versus work. Um, and I'm not the type of person to, to beat anybody down with scripture. I'm not a Bible thumper. Um, what I have to say is just conversational, right? I hope that's encouraging. I hope that it's motivational. Um, and I always want to disclaim that what I say is never an attack. It's always encouragement, right? Um, I know that sometimes when we hear things that don't necessarily agree with or align with what we want to hear, the things that make us feel good, um, it can be abrasive, right? And we can find offense in it um, and we can lash out at that. But uh, anything that I express on this podcast, I promise I'm talking to me first. You just happen to be here, right? Um, so with that being said, let's get into it. I, I wholeheartedly believe now, right? Um, because hindsight is always twenty twenty. I wholeheartedly believe that God has equipped us um, to do a lot of the things that we pray for. Uh, what do you mean, Carlos? I'm glad that you asked. Um, so basically, uh, when I look back on my life, there were situations where I prayed for God to transition me out of, right? Um, and, and it's been kind of given to me um, that, that God was like, nah, bro, I, I definitely gave you what you need to get up out of that. I mean, I can't hit the button for you, you know, um, I could, but that would go against the idea of, uh, moving towards my calling, moving towards salvation. That is free will, right? So I've given you what you need to accomplish what you're praying for. And I think a lot of times we, we lose sight of that, right? Because a lot of times we, we, we approach God asking for a pacifier, right? I'm whining, give me something to soothe me. Right. And God's like, nah, I need you to self-soothe. I need you to transition into a place, into a, a mindset, a spiritual set that says I am capable. Right. I am going to do what it is that, that my purpose requires. And I know that God is going to bless that. Right. So I believe that the relationship between work and faith is more so that work is the requirement of you. Come on, somebody. 
The work is my job, right? And when the faith is applied, God can then do his job and prepare the place that I'm going. I have to leave first. There's a reason why um, the exodus out of Egypt is an action. Come on, somebody. There, there, there is there's God leading the people out of bondage. But the actual act of leaving was on them. The actual act of, of moving from one place to another, right, was on them, right? So I, I believe wholeheartedly that we are called to do the work so that God can then bless, come on, the work through our faith. Um, and that's pretty much like, I told you, like, I'm going to be very transparent uh, on this show, on this platform, right? Um, so me personally, I am twice divorced. Oh my God. Oh, right. I'm twice divorced. Um, and in my second divorce, um, uh, it got really, really dark. Right. Um, there was no, uh, abuse. Right. We wouldn't, you know, it wasn't Mike Tyson and, and Ali in the house, but it was very dark. Right. Um, there was a lot of incompatibilities. There was a, a lack of a severe lack of communication. Right. Uh, and in that, in our valleys, we can get really, really frustrated, right? And in that frustration, we can forget the necessity for work. Now we're praying, God, please get me up out of here. I, I need you to get me up out of here. And God's like, you have what you need. You have to apply what I've already given you. You have to apply what I have equipped you with, right? So when we get to a, a mindset where we can objectively, follow me, objectively decide that where I am is not serving me. Where I am right now is not benefiting my, my purpose, my calling, what I want for myself, what I want for my family. That is not being served in the space that I am in, right? So once you decide that with a sober mind, that's the key right there. I think a lot of times it can be... Um, emotionally intoxicated and that can really 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 hinder our objective judgment right um and sobriety doesn't necessarily mean you're not drunk or you're not intoxicated sobriety can mean i am of a sober mind i'm not angry beyond logic i'm not grieving beyond logic i'm not feeling depressed right I am of a sober mind and I have decided that where I am, the space that I'm taking up right now is no longer serving me. That is the decision, right? And for me, in, in my second divorce, it was, it was a lot of God fixed this, right? That's what it was before God saved me. It was God fixed this, God fixed this, God fixed this, God, God fixed it, fix it, fix it, Right? Um, in hindsight, I think I was, I know that I was equipped to apply some correction on my behalf, right? As a husband, I could have been a bit more, uh, understanding, right? As a husband, I could have been a bit more, uh, considerate, right? I could have been softer, right? Could have been those things, but those things I believe, and I know in hindsight, those adjustments would not have fixed what was already incapable those adjustments would not fix what was not designed to be compatible. And we can't force that compatibility. 
right? So, so when we get irritated and really, really frustrated and we just don't know what to do, right? Um, Pastor Lacey Jones, right? A lot of time, a long time ago, he told me, well, he didn't tell me, he was preaching. And he said that true faith begins at the point of human limitation. Let that marinate. True faith begins at the point of human limitation. So once I've done everything that I possibly can, every idea that I've had, every phone call that I can make, every gift that I could buy, I have fully expended every ounce of my imagination to fix this broken space. I ain't got no other choice but to trust God or hurt myself. That's it. That's it. If you, if you delineate that down to the, to the to ones and zeros, either or, I've done everything I can. There's nothing else I can do. Nobody else I can call. There's no scripture that I can find that can make this make sense. I can only trust God. And when I go into that trusting God, I go into it begging him to do something. God, please, if you don't do nothing else, help me. Get me out of this situation. Right. And I think a lot of times in our frustration, we forget that God has already empowered you. God has already equipped you. Right. And, 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 and what I mean by that is God has already given you the ability to act on the work that needs to be done. Like I said, once you have that sobriety of mind and you decide this is not serving me, if, if any, this is pulling me into a place where I will not thrive. I have to do something. God is what I'm planning to do in your will. Ooh, now we're transitioning, right? Now we're transitioning from begging, right, to doing with authority. God, I pray that what I am deciding to do aligns with what you will have me do. We want to be parallel and aligned with that, right? So once you have that alignment, Right. I, God, I pray that my will lies within yours for my life. And baby, let me tell you something. One thing that I've learned is all God got to do is tell me one time. God got to tell me one time and I'm about it. Right. And, and, and the reason why is because the, the longer we allow ourselves to exist in spaces that do not serve us, baby, you're draining yourself. You're draining yourself. That's not the abundance that God promised. That's not the, the, the fullness that God promised. Right? So, again, me personally, right? Once I got into the position, I said, hey, you know what? I, I got to get up out of here. I'm ready to sign them papers. Papers. Right? And then I prayed about it. Right. So when we're praying and we're fasting and we're seeking. Right. A lot of times we, we have to ensure that the intent is right. I don't want to deny myself or food just because a, a lot of situations and a lot of churches and a lot of people, you know, they, they, they fast because it's January. It's January. Time to do our Daniel fast. And I'm not blanketing this. Right. It's just some. 
not the majority, some of the people or ministries or churches that I have personally experienced every January, baby, we're going to fast. We're just going to deny ourselves because it's January. 30 days, right? And I believe wholeheartedly that the, the, the fasting is designed to help me see where I'm lacking. God, show me what is pulling my attention. Show me what is pulling me away from what it is I'm supposed to be doing. Right? And in that fasting, in that denying of the flesh, you can identify what's pulling you by what you desire. Ooh, Lord, I, I got to check my notifications. It's been three days. I ain't logged in one time. Um, so we, I believe that in that space, we are given the opportunity to see what is, is hindering our growth. What's that? What's that? What's that thorn in our side? Right? So again, that is the discerning part, right? We go from begging God, fix it to God. This is what I'm planning to do. Right? And if it's in your will, I trust that you will bless it. Faith part. Work faith. Work faith. Work faith. Work faith. Do your part so God can do his. Right? Um, so once I got to the point um, in my personal life where the divorce was kicked off, right? And um, I'm, I'm actually signing and writing up these papers. And I'm thinking to myself, God, what about my marriage? What about my daughter? What about my family? What about... All the people that are tied to this, right? What about the, the trauma that this is going to cause? And I think a lot of times when we consider the rippling effects of the work that we're going to do. And, and, and right now, the example that I'm using is my divorce. But this is this could be applied to any aspect or sector of your life. God, I'm ready to quit this job. You hear me? God, I'm, I'm ready to drop out of school. God, I'm ready to end my life. So this dynamic of work and faith can be applied in a, in a myriad of ways in your life, right? Let, let's, let's make it about work real quick, right? God, give me this job. God, God. <laughs> God, give me, because all things work for, for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I declare it, I declare it right now. Did you do the work to be qualified for that job? That thing came with requirements. <laughs> that's, that's the part that we often very easily overstep. When you looked at that job posting, it said, qualifications and baby don't get me wrong I, I i love the lord and i won't take it back and i have faith but i need you to understand that 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 faith works best with work come on somebody right so the i i want to inquire have you done the work to meet the qualifications for that job and don't get me wrong, God can do anything. God is omnipotent, right? Only God can turn the heart of a man. But my question is, did you do your part? That job said you got to have a bachelor's degree. Why are you applying and you got an associate's? Come on. 
I don't think that's faith. That might be delusion. <laughs> I, I, I'm giving it to you how I give it to myself. You have to do the work. God, this relationship is not serving me. Help me get out, baby. Walk. Walk. And I think it is the unknowns that's associated with the result of my work that scares us into staying where we are. Going back to me, when, when I considered all of the rippling effects of my divorce, of signing these papers, of calling it quits, what would the church say? What would the people say? What would my family say? And at the end of the day, I believe that the only say that I had to consider was what would God say? And I know that's easier said than done. I know that's easier said than done in, in, in real time. But once you get to the place where there's nothing else you can do, baby, either you're going to stay or you're going to work. Either you're going to stay or you're going to go. Right? Um, and there's no telling what might happen if you stay. I think a lot of bad happens. A lot of bad things happen when we choose to stay in spaces based of fear. And you know, already... The Bible has not given, or the Bible, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the power of love and a sound mind. I'm not staying nowhere because I'm afraid. The spirit of fear doesn't exist inside of me. I'm, I'm getting up out of here and I'm going to trust God. In my faith, I'm already giving God the opportunity to bless my work, right? So going back to me personally, um, what will God say became my burning bush became my God, my, my, my guide, right? Um, so once I got to that place, you know, I did. I signed those papers. I brought those papers to my ex-wife. And I said, look, man, this ain't it. And if we're going to create space for, you know, this, this child to grow in a space of authentic love, in a space of authenticity, then... This is something that I believe we have to do. Something that's going to free the both of us from bondage we created. Period. Um, and, and for me, that is indicative to the, 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 the strongest degree, the strongest example that faith without the work is dead. Right. And sometimes that work can be terrifying. Sometimes that work can be um, intimidating. Sometimes it can seem bigger than whatever it is that is hindering where you are now. And I want to encourage you and let you know that it's not. If you believe there is more for you, I need you to know that that more exists. You just have to get to it. I think it was a. Uh, one of the, the, the pastor uh, down in Texas, I want to get his, his name right. Um, he said something that was uh, super profound. And um, I'm at the law back in and throw his name uh, in the comment section. Uh, but he said, is it that you're depressed or is it that who you're called to be is tired of being pressed down. Baby, that did something for me. I ain't even going to cap. My man said, is it that you're depressed or is it that 
who you're called to be is tired of being pressed down and is fighting to get out. Now, I ain't going to re-preach what he did. That ain't my place. I'm just letting you know that he said it. And that it had a very profound uh, effect on me, on my heart when I heard it. Um, and those, I think those are very uh, significant questions that you have to ask yourself. Right? What What is it that I'm feeling? And that goes back to the sobriety of mind. Isolate yourself from the things that cause you to be intoxicated, right? The emotional chaos, the grief, the anger, the exhaustion, whatever, whatever those things are, find space in that where you can turn it off and look at yourself and, and sit with yourself and say, okay, where am I? Where am I? Where is it that I desire to go? What is the kind or the amount of work that's going to be required to get me from where I am to where I'm being led to go. Right? And trust that your faith is going to amplify the work. Because I'm telling you, man, uh, spiritual law, spiritual law says to me, right, this, this is me, that we were created to glorify God. Right? So I believe wholeheartedly that if I go through tests and trials, God is going to be glorified, right? Tests and trials, glory to God. If God is glorified, that means I'm blessed. <laughs> if I go through and I, and I conquer the attacks of the enemy, I, I conquer the tests and the trials, I get through the valley, right? And I get to the other side and I glorify the name of God then I am blessed because of it. God can't be glorified if I don't survive the test of trials. And if God has already declared that I'm a winner, that I'm a champion, that, that, that victory is already mine, that I'm a victor and not a victim, what I'm scared of. I am, I am already destined to overcome the valley as long as I apply the work. Because my faith is going to activate. Come on. My faith is going to activate. The amplification of my work. I don't know where I'm going, but I'm trusting God to get me there. In the going, that's work. Trusting God, that's faith. So the, the conversation that says uh, faith without works is dead. They go hand in hand. They go hand in hand. Because if you working and you ain't got no faith... Where you going? Where you going? If you got all the faith and no work, God is saying, what you doing? You, maybe you're clogging up the prayer line. Asking God to save you from a situation that you can begin to save yourself from. God, please fix this relationship between me and my mom. Lord is saying, okay, 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 all right. You're equipped to take a step back to become aware of yourself and learn how to commun communicate better and then have the awareness to establish whatever boundaries are necessary. Start the work. Then apply the faith. And anybody who knows me knows that once I'm done talking, I'm done talking. Right? So uh, if, you, if you are still here uh, on the second episode of Carlos Speaks, I thank you. I appreciate you. Um, if this resonates with you, please share it with somebody. Right? Um, drop your comments. Um, like I said, I try to, I'm going to try to commit 
the first few minutes of every episode uh, answering whatever questions or delving into whatever comments that are left on previous episodes. Um, so make sure you subscribe on YouTube, right? Hit that little button um, and check me out on the uh, Apple Podcast app um, to stay connected, right? Um, and that's all we got for today. So other than that, I hope today resonated with you. Today's episode, um, be well, be well. And remember, the relationship between work and faith Apply the work, begin the work and apply the faith. Begin the work and apply the faith. Begin the work and apply the faith. Until next time, Carlos Speaks.